Hey, hey, you are listening to the Wildly Fulfilled Podcast, hosted by me, Brittany Nicole. I'm an energy therapist, author, and mentor for creative women with big dreams. This podcast is for you if you're ready to pursue your big dreams with confidence, clear fear and self-doubt around success, and make a living doing what you love without burning out your nervous system or putting yourself and your needs last. My goal is for you to leave each episode feeling like you can truly be, do, and have anything you desire, and most importantly, do so in a way that's nourishing, aligned, pleasurable, and fun. Without further ado, I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, wild woman, it's Brittany here for the next episode of Wildly Fulfilled. Now, in the past couple episodes, I've been teasing you, telling you I'm going to tell you all about cyclical living, and so I figured it was the perfect chance, um, perfect timing to talk about cyclical living 101. Like, if you know nothing about cyclical living, this is the episode for you, and honestly, even if you do know something about it, you probably will find some juicy nuggets in here. Um, that will help you to integrate this new way of being into your world. And I say new, but really, this is ancient. This is something that we already know on a deep level. Our body is very familiar with um, cyclical ways of being, but we have forgotten in this modern world. So this is really just a reminder and a gorgeous opportunity for you to come back to your truth and the wisdom that your body already contains about what it means to live authentically, to live in alignment, and to really just be your fully expressed self. So I'm so excited to bring this episode to you. I know that this is, I mean, this is something that I'm so passionate about. I know that more and more people need to know about this. So I'm excited to, uh, to, to dive in. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay. So, so what does it even mean? What is psych, what does cyclical living even mean? So the way that we traditionally view everything is through a patriarchal lens, right? Cause that's how we were raised. That's the world that we currently live in. And that's a very linear model, right? We think about if I just do this, if I just do that, then it's going to lead to this outcome, right? It's very results oriented. Um, You know, even like the way that we structure our days, we're expected to show up the same every day. We're on this 24 hour cycle, which is actually more of um, how men are built, not how women are built. But women, we actually operate on this this more cyclical um, schedule, if you want to call it that. So if you think about the moon and even our menstrual cycle, if you're bleeding, and if you don't bleed, this still applies to you. So don't let that hold you back in any way. I actually have PCOS. You might have heard me mention that before, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I don't always have a regular menstrual cycle. And what's beautiful is that even if you're no longer bleeding or have never bled, don't have a womb, have gone through menopause, whatever it is that you're currently experiencing, you can still energetically cycle through these gorgeous phases and archetypes. So I just think that's so important just to preface because I don't want anyone to feel left out because this is such a beautiful 
this is such beautiful medicine that so many of us can benefit from. So your cyclical nature, it's about following nature's rhythms. So look at, I mean, if you think about the seasons, this is probably the easiest way to explain this because we're all so familiar with the seasons. Think about winter. In winter, everything goes underground. Flowers aren't blooming. It looks like nothing's happening for a really long time. It's darker. Like I said, nothing's growing. And if you look at a field, literally nothing is happening. But underneath the surface of that, so much is happening, right? Like the earth is taking a pause. It's resting. And it's preparing for that next cycle, for spring. And that rest is actually so important. But again, in our society, we have been taught to not value that. We value active points of our cycle, but not those less active periods, especially that inner winter. So if you think about winter, it's going to be correlated to when you're bleeding. If you are experiencing a menstrual cycle, it also correlates with the new moon energy. When you look out and again, you literally see nothing in the sky, but the moon is still there, right? And and we're going to feel differently based on what season we're currently experiencing. So we're going to be feeling for in winter and we're bleeding, we're going to kind of feel a double dose of that energy, if that makes sense. So when you're in this space of your inner winter, you're going to want to sleep more. You're going to want to rest more. You're not going to have the same amount of energy as you normally do. And what's beautiful about embracing this rather than making it a problem or something that's wrong is you get to experience the magic and the medicine that comes from each season. So winter, especially, like I said, this is the one that we tend to resist the most because we really don't value that time of rest. It can be very scary to rest. We think that we're unproductive, that we're lazy, that we're procrastinating, that nothing good is going to happen if we take a break. But actually, some of those beautiful things can happen when we take a step back. And also, this is a gorgeous time of your cycle when you actually can, you're actually more close to your intuitive voice and you have a lot more inspiration. So, this is a great time to journal and to jot down any ideas you're having, not necessarily act on them because you're probably not going to have the energy at that stage. But it's so important that you just feel into that, right? And, you know, if you think about, you know, a long time ago, women used to, you know, in a village kind of sync up together when they would bleed. And so they'd all bleed together in a red tent. And they weren't, they were kind of separated from the rest of the village. And they didn't have to do any of their normal chores or normal work during that time. And it was said that anything that they any kind of messages or signs or dreams that they had, any kind of insights or wisdom that they had during that time was considered sacred. And they would come back into the village and they would share that with everyone else. And so this this time used to really be revered for a woman. And I really believe we get to bring that back. <laughs> and the best way to bring that back is to start honoring ourselves when we're in that space. So obviously, we're not able Some of us are not able to completely take off during this time. That's not always possible because we do have roles and responsibilities. But what's beautiful is that even just looking at, well, how can I honor it even just a little bit? 
even if you can honor it just 10%, like looking at your schedule, if you're in that phase of, you know, feeling like you're turning inward and you're energetically cycling or you're literally bleeding, just looking at, well, what can I do to rest more? Do I need, can I schedule in some time to nap? Can I even just make some space to journal or just be more gentle on myself? Those are all really important things. And even just the awareness of knowing that you're in this cycle and there's nothing wrong with it and there's actually magic in it can really change the way you view yourself and this time of the cycle. So that's the that's the inner winter. You also have, of course, your inner spring. And I didn't mention this with the winter, but the archetype the, that goes with inner winter is actually the crone. So it's the old wise woman. Now this next one is inner spring. So inner spring is that maiden archetype. She's that young, a little bit naive, full of energy woman. You know, she has um, all this energy. She's excited. She's hopeful. She's really optimistic. She has all these big dreams and she's kind of going into planning mode and she's kind of wanting to get things started. So this is that waxing moon energy, right? So after the new moon, the the moon is starting to grow again. And yeah, it's just a gorgeous time. Now, this is also, this is the season, this inner spring, this phase of your cycle is most celebrated in our culture because again, we're super productive, right? And in this patriarchal society, that is super valued. And so it's really important for us to recognize that this this season of being in maiden, it's not just about getting a lot of shit done. It's not just about overworking yourself and thinking, ooh, this is that part of the cycle where I do all the things and hustle. Actually, it's not just about having motivation and having drive. It's also about fun. And I mean, think about a young woman, like think about how you were in, you know, your late teens, early 20s, everything was exciting and you wanted to try new things. So you want to make sure that you're also bringing in the fun. Don't pile all the work on on Maiden because she's not going to feel excited about that. <laughs> That's not going to be too fun for her. So um, this is a beautiful, a beautiful opportunity to look at where can you bring in more play? Where How can you honor your inner child a bit more? Especially in Maiden, I just feel a bit more fun and sassy and and youthful. And so this, of course, is that spring energy. Things are starting to bloom again. It's like you've had this dark winter and the light is coming back. That light is returning. So really honoring that looks like not just getting shit done, but also just having lots of fun. So then we we move into this queen season. So Summer, our inner summer is like that queen mother archetype. It's a gorgeous time to connect with others and you're going to feel a bit more nurturing. You know, think about this is the time that you're ovulating. This is the time of the full moon. So the moon is at its fullest. And this is kind of, especially if you have a business, this is a wonderful time to be marketing and to maybe be launching something or maybe doing, you know, some kind of a training. And it doesn't mean that you can't do it during other periods of your cycle. But this is just a great time, because you're already going to be in that state of mind, where you just want to be around people. And what's interesting is that even though this is that beautiful summer energy, where again, you're wanting to, you know, be outside more, 
and you're having more fun and you're just being around more people, it's actually not a time where we necessarily need to work, work, work ourselves. We really just want to use that time to connect. And that's where that mother energy comes from, that nurturing part of you like that's real sensitive and a bit more emotional. So if you get really emotional around a full moon, that's probably part of it. I mean, even just think about when you're ovulating. I don't know about you guys when I'm ovulating. I'm just like wanting all the sex and we just feel more flirty, right? We feel like we draw people in. We're magnetic. And that's because we are. So then we have wild woman. So this is the inner autumn, inner fall. And this is the time where the moon is starting to wane. So now it's starting to get smaller again. Things are starting to um, release. The leaves on the trees are falling. We're letting shit go. And this is one of the cycles that we really also have a hard time with because we, for one, we associate it with, you know, PMS and being irritable and being grumpy. And in our society, we've kind of, um, you know, like really been put down for this part of the cycle. But actually the wild woman has so much magic and so much medicine for us. She's so freaking powerful. She's sassy as fuck. And I just love, so like, (laughs) there's a couple of different sides, like, right. So there's like one side where you kind of just feel super emotional. You want to burn everything down. You know, you're just not willing to stand for anything that's bothering you. You speak up in a way that you don't maybe in the other cycles. And I know that definitely shows up for me. (laughs) During Wild Woman, I get a lot of insight into what's not in alignment, what's not working. And so while part of me wants to burn everything down during that stage of the cycle, it's also just really helpful to kind of get that truth, that real no BS truth about what's feeling good, what's not feeling good. So this may not be the best time to, again, act on these feelings and emotions because you are like in that peak of feeling really freaking unhappy with everything. And that will likely change as you cycle through the other phases. But you can point out, well, like, what are the things that really are bothering me? What's really not working? And then when you're back in you know, spring and back in that maiden phase, then that'll be a time where maybe you can make some of those changes. Wild Woman too, she's like really fierce. I always think of her being really primal with crazy hair and not really giving a fuck what anyone thinks. And so I feel like she's just a really important archetype for us to lean into because it's also a glimpse at our fully expressed selves. So much of who we are or who we think we are is this watered down, people-pleasing, nice girl, perfectionist version, when really that's not even us. And so I find the wild woman to be so healing because she brings out elements of who you are that maybe have been pushed down for a long time. So this is also a great time in your cycle to do some shadow work and to really look at, well, how can I integrate all parts of me, not just the parts that are cute and (laughs) that everyone else likes and society likes, but what about all parts of me? And that's, you know, that's actually one of the things I really love about cyclical living is that it truly does honor every phase, every aspect of us, every energy. They are all so beautiful and so valuable. 
And while it's easy for us to like pick favorites and say, oh, I don't like this one. I like this one better. This one's more productive. I have more energy in this one. If we're able to love all of us, every energy that we show up in, it actually helps us to bring in our desires in a much easier and flowy and feminine way because we're not making ourselves wrong all the time. Think about how much energy we spend trying to fix ourselves because we think there's something wrong with us or we think we're broken for feeling the way that we do. And the fact that we are like four different women in a month, imagine if we didn't spend all that energy on trying to change ourselves, but instead embrace like, wow, this is a part of my feminine power. This is a part of who I am. And every single one of these energies has something to offer. And every single one of them is beautiful in their own way. None of them is better than the other. I know for me personally, ever since I really started tracking my cycle and Um, Shout out to Cycles Journal. (laughs) You can find her on Instagram. Um, I use this tracker tool to kind of help me tune into at every stage of my cycle, every single day. Now I'm not perfect. So sometimes I do miss a couple of days here and there. But but that's again, it's not about perfection. But learning about what I'm going through, and what are the feelings I'm having? What are this, you know, different Um, physical, emotional symptoms I'm having during different phases of my cycle has been so beneficial for me to just kind of understand myself on a deeper level. Because before I got into understanding my cyclical nature, I really struggled. And I used to just think that there's periods of the month where I'm just a big mess, and I'm a wreck, and I just have to get through those times. They're just a huge inconvenience. And basically, there was only like two weeks out of the month that I really enjoyed being me. And if you relate to that, I think that may, I think honestly, most women relate to that because I've had a lot of conversations about this and I always kind of get that, that nod or that look of knowing like, yeah, that totally, that totally relates. And when we're able to just stop making this a problem and say, wow, like all aspects of myself are beautiful and powerful then we really reclaim so much of who we are. And a little bit of that people pleasing goes away. A little bit of that perfectionism gets to go in the background. And I think partially why we struggle with those, you know, those challenges of thinking I need to be the nice girl. I need to be the good girl. I need to water myself down is really because of the fact that, well, we live in this patriarchal society. So that's kind of what we've been trained to believe, but also because only certain aspects of ourselves have been looked at as valuable and the rest have been looked at as problems. So when you can look at everything as beautiful, it's so life-changing. And so again, if you don't know anything about this stuff, and this is like your first foray into cyclical living, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Some books that I recommend to help maybe go into this a bit deeper would be Wild Power. Also really love Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Great book. Um, It's all actually about the wild woman archetype, but she does talk a lot about the cyclical nature and our, our feminine power as women. And it's just such a juicy, juicy book. And of course, I have my Wildly Fulfilled Collective, which is a gorgeous membership where we meet once a month for a full moon circle. 
I do a group healing once a month as well. And there are classes in there. I do a class every month diving deeper into each of these archetypes and into different topics related to working less and honoring our energy and preventing burnout and and really just embracing that divine feminine energy. So if you would love to be a part of that, I'm going to link this in the show notes, but there is a um, 50% off opportunity to join us where if you join for six months, you get your membership for half off. Or if you're just curious and you just want to dip your toes in, then you can definitely just join for one month with no commitment and see how you feel. All right, loves. Well, that is all for today's episode. And one thing just to leave you with a little bit of a journaling prompt is to think about how can you embrace your cyclical nature more and maybe go ahead and just identify where you're currently at. What phase are you in right now? How are you feeling? What emotions are coming up? What physical feelings are you having in terms of like your energy levels? And how can you lean into that? How can you leverage that since you're already in it right now? Because that's really the best way to get started is looking at how can you start accepting yourself where you're at. All right, loves, that's all. Have a great rest of your day wherever you are and stay tuned for the next episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you came away with at least one drop of magic to help you pursue your own version of a wildly fulfilling life and business. Please help me spread the word about this show by leaving me a review or screenshotting this episode and sharing it on your favorite social media platforms. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode. 